Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity, help for handling hijackles, those difficult, toxic, and often disturbing people in your life. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor, and I'm here for you. You'll get the insight, skills, strategies, and support to stop tolerating verbal and emotional abuse, whether it's happening now or it happened to you in the past, maybe by a parent, partner, ex, relative, or even a co-worker. Time to take life back, to recover and to rediscover you, your values, dreams, desires, and realize them in healthy ways in healthy relationships. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor, and I specialize in helping the partners, the exes, and the adult children of what I call chronically difficult people to experience life in a more equal, balanced, and loving way. You were set up to not do that, and the relationships that you've had have told you that you don't do that, and the actual fact well may be that you're in relationship with a hijackal. That's what I call those chronically difficult people. And I define them as people who hijack relationships for their own purposes while relentlessly scavenging them for power, status, and control. And today I want to talk to you about having a hijackal parent. Because if you had a hijackal parent, you are looking and longing for something that they are never going to give you. And that's love. Just because you breathe, just because you take up space, just because they gave you birth or brought them in, brought you into their family, they are not capable of giving you the love you're longing for and looking for. And it's not your fault. You are not to blame. It is not a deficit on your part. It's a deficit on theirs. They do not have it to give. Hijackals don't have parent have children for the same reasons that others do because they they want to nurture and care for and raise up children who are wise and and uh, loving and, and marvelous. No, hijackals have have children so that they have someone to have power over. They have someone who will love them no matter what. That's what they're hoping anyway, and they have someone to blame who won't talk back. And they're always absolutely devastated when at two or three years old, their child begins to talk back. And that just really makes them angry and it blows up into a more fully expanded relationship that is dysfunctional between a hijackal parent and their child or children. They see kids as a burden. I Instead of being excited about the developing life and the nurturing all the abilities and bringing out the best and having the child have self-esteem, no, they're not doing that. They, they, did, they got into this parent business so that they would get something that they wanted or needed or felt was definitely lacking. So by bringing a child into the world, they made a big sacrifice because they wanted that so badly, but they didn't want all the other stuff, but they thought they'd get the good stuff. And then they don't. Or maybe they do, and it's a horrible situation for everyone. So that they thought that they would get 
something from the child forever, affirmation, validation, someone to push around, someone to tell them that they're always right. And when they don't get that, they get even more angry and they take it out on those very children. Now remember, a hijackal can't be wrong, can't be blamed, and can't be mistaken. You've probably listened to many of the, the videos that I have, so you know this. There is no point confronting directly a hijackal. They cannot be wrong, they cannot be blamed, and they cannot uh, be mistaken. So hijackal moms, they raise you on a, a script of, what's wrong with you? You're oversensitive. You're overreacting. It must be your fault that things are not going well for you. And they instill it that there's something wrong with you. Is this sounding familiar? I know I had a hijackal mom. It's all familiar to me. And I was an only child, so I was the only target of blame that she had. I was the only supply she had for affirming her. And I was a bit caught, as only children can be, because no one else was experiencing it. And as I've said before in other videos, hijackals are very careful. They usually keep all of this nastiness at home. And so out in the world, they look like sweetness and light and unicorns and the salt of the earth, the pillar of the community. And if the child goes outside the home and says, you know, my mother's a hijackal, the community will say, oh, what a nasty child. How could you ever say that? Look at all your mother does or all your father's given. And there you are, doubly caught again because no one believes you. So when we have hijackal parents, we've got these parents that are resentful. They don't like the work it takes to interact with us, to take us where we need to go, to do things that we'd like to do rather than have it be all about them. They resent that their money goes to looking after us when that's not what they want at all. They want it all for themselves. So they, they become resentful and the children become a nuisance. And children soon begin to pick up on that, that, wow, I better be careful here. I better tread very lightly because... You know, I don't want to be swept to the side. I don't want to be wrong. And it's very hard to avoid being wrong if you have a hijackal parent. So one of the other things that they do in the effort to control you, because hijackals, remember, are relentlessly scavenging the relationship for power, status, and control. So in order to control you, they can be very smothering and overprotective. And they won't let you out of their sight. I remember I could not learn to swim because I might hurt myself. I couldn't play sports because I might damage myself. And because I was a musician, I couldn't possibly take the risk of having anything to happen to my hands so that I couldn't play the piano so that my mother couldn't get the reflected glory of my doing it well and winning things. So she had that overprotective piece. Some hijackal mothers go and fathers go in the other direction. They're neglectful, they're mean, they're dismissive, and they are constantly, of course, still making you wrong. So there you are, probably stuck in your house, unable to do anything and get any help for yourself. So they believe that kids should be seen and not heard. That's kind of a hijackal uh, thing that they, they pick up from uh, parenting. And that they think they've raised these little workers to do everything for them. They will make you do all kinds of housework and do all kinds of chores and go out and, and make the family look good. And 
do way more things than they're willing to do so that you can give them reflected glory. And you know, if you were raised by a hijackal parent, that you will never be good enough and you will never do well enough and you will not do things well enough. Even if you're at the top of your game, they will start to complain about something else. I remember as an adult, I really got to see this clearly with my mother because I was doing quite well in life. And my mother would say to her friends, you know, oh, you know, my daughter shops in that store and she, she spent this much money on a blouse. I heard her say that one day. And within two hours, I was at home with her and she was saying, you are just so wasteful. You have children. Imagine spending money on yourself. So here she is uh, using me as a vehicle to say, look at my daughter, she's, she's being successful. But at home, still, when I was 40 years old, she's telling me that what a terrible mother I was because I bought this particular blouse. So our hijackal parents want our adoration and they deny all wrongdoing. There's never anything wrong with them. Did you notice that? They always have an excuse, a justification, a rationalization for everything that they do. And mysteriously, it all comes back to being your fault, right? You've seen that. And if you have brothers and sisters, and in my practice with people all over the world, I've certainly seen this, although I didn't experience it myself, they will play you off against one another in order to set up dynamics between the siblings so that you'll be arguing with each other and you'll have to come to the parent. Now, because I was an only child, they did that a different way. They would set me up in situations with my friends' parents. Um, but they're, they're jealous. They're jealous of you. They're jealous of your relationship. They're jealous of your accomplishments. At the same time, wanting to say, oh, well, look what I did. I created this person who can have these relationships or has these talents or skills. And so it's really kind of a horrible, macabre delight when you fail at something. And therefore, you, you learn quickly not to try things in case you fail, because then they're going to jump all over you like some kind of vultures on a, on a carcass, you know. <laughs> oh, she failed. Look, she failed again. And it's, it's a very difficult situation. <coughs> Excuse me. So they're somehow delighted when you fail. And the other thing that they, 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 everything comes with strings. You know, I remember one year I was quite young, um, maybe 14 or something, and my mother gave me a watch for Christmas. And you might relate to this story because every day, where's your watch? Why isn't it on your wrist? Where did you leave it? Don't you appreciate it? <coughs> Excuse me, constantly, constantly. Everything came with strings on it. And as I got older, the strings turned into ropes, you know, and I had to cut them. And you might have had to do that too. So they like it when you're beholden to them. They like it when they can give you something, particularly if you're stuck and they bail you out. You will never live that down. Have you noticed that? That's one of the hallmarks of a hijackal parent, that you just cannot live it down. You cannot do well enough. You cannot be good enough. And you can never pay back enough. Because they want the homage, they want the recognition, and they want you to be beholden to them. Now, another big and sad part of having a hijackal parent is you really lose your childhood. You are so busy catering to the needs of the hijackal parent that you don't have the opportunity to just be a child. 
And as that progresses, what you become to the hijackal parent is a messenger, a pawn, a confidant, their cheerleader, or if they happen to be at each other's throats, which they often are, or even divorced, then you become a weapon of war. And they work to create some alienation in you of the other parent. And you feel like that pawn once again. So all of this may become familiar to you. And if it does, and it maybe it's the first or second time you thought about this, it's really well worth working with someone like me who's been through this, whose profession is this, and experience and expertise can help you. Because you don't want this to be limiting your life. You don't want this to be something that you didn't take care of and it's affecting your life. The life of your children is being perpetuated. It may be intruding upon the love that you could be having in your relationship. So if all this sounds familiar, get some help because a hijacker can't really love you. They don't have the capacity to love you. They do, however, have the capacity to use you. So no matter how well you do in life, you will be useful to them because they can brag about you. And they can also defer any negative emotions they have by saying they're yours. So the words you long to hear from a hijackal parent, I love you, I love you unconditionally, I'm so proud of you, you will seldom hear those longed-for words. And it's because you had a hijackal parent. So I invite you to think about these things, and if they're ringing true for you, come to my website at hijackles.com or at forrelationshiphelp.com and join in. Join in a program. Join the Optimize Annual Access Pass and get all my exclusive videos and things that are there for you. Join my closed Facebook group called Optimize Life so you can confidentially talk about things there. And again, I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor, and I look forward to helping you erase all of the damage that has been done by a hijackal parent. I'm so glad you spent this time with me today. I hope you heard something that touched your heart and empowered you to move forward. You can have the life and relationships that you most want, and that begins with you within you today. I'm always here for you. Life can get better, and you heard that from me, the Relationship Help Doctor. I'm Roberta Shaler, and I work with clients throughout the world through video conferencing. We can talk. So learn more at 4RelationshipHelp.com, F-O-R, Relationship, H-E-L-P.com, or visit me on YouTube at 4RelationshipHelp. Join me for next week's show.